Sure. Clark will call the roll. Bruskowitz. Bruskowitz here, Clausius. Clausius here, Corgan. Corgan here, De Felice. Here. De Felice here, Dranzic. Oh, Downing, I'm sorry. Downing here, Dranzic. Dranzic here, Iker. Iker here, Erickson. Erickson here, Farrell. Farrell here, Gao. Gao here, Hampton. Hampton here, Hendrick. Hendrick here, Hesselbein. Hesselbein here, Halsey. Halsey here, Imhoff. Imhoff here, Jensen. Jensen here, Levin. Levin here, Martz. Martz here, Matano. Matano absent, Miles. Miles here, O'Loughlin. O'Loughlin here, Richmond. Richmond absent, Rip. Rip here, Rusk. Rusk here, Salov. Salov absent, Sergeant. Sergeant here, Schlicht. Schlicht here, Schmidt. Schmidt here, Solberg. Solberg here, Stobig. Stobig here, Stubbs. Stubbs here, Vetter. Vetter absent, Veldrin. Veldrin here, Wiganowski. Wiganowski here, Willett. Willett here, Baird. Baird here, McDonald. Here. McDonald's here. Yep, Matano here. Thirty-four present, three absent. Supervisors Richmond and Vetter indicated they would be absent this evening. Uh, Supervisor Bruskwitz, do you have an inspirational for us? Thank you, Mr. Chair. Thank you. Uh, I was inspired by an article that I read by Tsvi Freeman. Um, it's called Take Wall Street, Please, Rethinking Capitalism and Occupy Wall Street. This is not about solidarity with the campers off Wall Street, Bay Street, or any other street. It's not about their manifestos, their motives, their methods, whether it's a cool thing to do or the Woodstock of this generation. It's about one thing only. Is there a problem with capitalism today? And I think there is. But before I explain why, let me say this first. From where I'm looking right now, capitalism is good, very good. Look at the historical facts. Before commerce, industry, and finance began to blossom, children were lucky to live past six years. The average lifespan was between 25 and 30 years. All but a small minority lived at bare subsistence levels or less. Education was for the elite, and violent death, torture, and barbarity was not something you watched on television, but witnessed firsthand on a frequent basis, whether in the name of warfare, crime, justice, or entertainment. Capitalism has been the major force in diminishing war between nations and creating tolerance between peoples. It has allowed literally billions more people to share the planet and percentage-wise at a much greater standard of living. Today, thanks to capitalism, each year 70 million people leave hand-to-mouth living to become consumers by choice, and poverty rates are expected to continue their, their sharp decline. Without capitalism, democracy would never have proven successful. Medicine could never have advanced. Worldwide humanitarian efforts would be impossible. Capitalism is inherently good because capitalism is at its essence saying, just as the earth can produce value and share that value with others, so too the human being. Capitalism empowers each of us. And therein lies the problem with capitalism today. Quite simply, we never let go of the crippling idea that equates making money with demonic greed. 
There are those professions that society considers noble, such as doctors, judges, and professors. Society respects them. Then there are business people. Society respects them too, but do we respect their occupation or do we see them as doing a worthless job, making money out of money? Where is business respected? Let's take a look in the Talmud. In the Talmud, you'll find spiritual and earthly duties lumped together in ways that sends the modern mind spinning. Rava said, when a soul stands before the heavenly court, he, asks, he asked, Do, did you buy and sell fairly? Did you fix times for Torah study? Did you attempt to be fruitful and multiply? Did you debate matters of wisdom? See that? Marrying, procreating, and making an honest living are good and wonderful occupations in the same breath as Torah study, gaining wisdom and keeping the faith. Why? Because they benefit the world. If I were to ask a class of medical students why they chose medicine, I wouldn't be surprised to hear, I think I would be fulfilled by a life of healing people. If I would ask a class in law school why they chose law, I wouldn't be surprised to hear, I'm outraged at, in, at the injustice in the world. What do I want to hear from the students in business school? I want to hear, I'm going into commerce and finance because I want to fix the world. Because they can, in ways that no one else can. Capitalism brought us to this glorious world where, yes, there are problems, but the fact is, seven billion human lives can share the planet together and capitalism is the solution to the problems that we face today. We need doctors, social activists, political leaders dedicated to the welfare of people. But more than any of those, it's the manufacturers, the traders, the sellers, the financiers in whose hands the future of our planet rests. Why? Because capitalism demands consumers and the impoverished can't afford to consume because capitalism demands an educated workforce, and that education has to start at an early age, because capitalism demands renewable resources, which unsustainable practices cannot provide, because capitalism, when it is done at its very best, benefits not only its shareholders, but all its stakeholders, which is every last one of us sharing the planet. The highest form of charity, writes Maimonides, is when you give a person a partnership or find them work so that his hand will be fortified and he will not have to ask others. Who does that? The entrepreneurs, the financers, the people out there making business. I can't think of anything the world needs today more than a generation of idealistic, foresighted, noble capitalists. So have the tent dwellers in Zuccotti Park got it right or wrong? As in most cases, probably both. You see, the change that's needed is not the change that most imagine. It's not the demise of capitalism we need, but it's redemption. We need to stop equating finance with greed and start seeing it as a noble calling. And as consumers, we need to demand it from our industries. We need to teach that in our schools, and not just business school, Children in preschool have to learn that firemen put out fires, doctors heal boo-boos, and people do business so they can share good things with each other. We need to give business that role and learn to expect it from them. Please rise for the pledge.
I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Are there any announcements this evening? Supervisor Rusk. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Uh, I think it's five years now I've been standing up here talking about gypsy moth spraying. And guess what? The gypsy moth population is so low um, that we will not be spraying in Dane County in the spring of 2012. And Darren Marsh at Parks has sent out a letter to all municipalities. So this is very good news. And uh, we'll, we'll keep track of what happens in 2012 and hopefully we won't have to spray in 2013 either. So nobody seems to know exactly that the spray seems to be working, but it's also the weather conditions and a lot of things that come together. So thank you. Thank you. Supervisor O'Loughlin. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, <clears throat> starting tomorrow, uh, Salvation Army will be having their <coughs> kettles in strategic locations throughout our county. And we need bell ringers. Um, those of you um, who are willing to say hello to a few people and stand there for a two-hour shift a couple of times, you'll find it very, very interesting and a lot of fun. And all you have to do to find out where there's openings, and there are thousands of openings on these two-hour shifts, is go to ringbells.org. That's ringbells.org. Figure out the location you'd like to ring the bells at and sign up for it right online and then show up at that time. So any of you can do it. We would really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Supervisor Clausius. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I'd like to give <coughs> my final report on the combined campaign. Uh, this year we raised $4,095, which is an increase of $54 from last year. I thank everyone for donating and for participating in the spe special chili event. Uh, the observation was maybe we should do a food event through the entire campaign and we'll raise a whole bunch of money. So thanks again and uh, oh, there's always time to contribute more if you like. Thanks. Thank you um, for, for taking on that task, Rosa Clausius. Appreciate it. Uh, Karen, do you have an announcement? Uh, yes, most of you, well, all but about 10 of you will find on your desk the Declaration of Non-Candidacy. We've got 10 or 11 people that have already filed their forms saying that they're intending to run for next, uh, for the office the next term. Uh, this does not mean that I'm, I'm telling you that you fill out Declaration of Non-Candidacy. I just want to make that clear. We just want to make sure that you have the forms. They are due back by December 23rd. I didn't want to forget to give them out to you in December. So if you are not running, we need those back by December 23rd because we really don't want to extend the deadline 72 hours. So um, if you happen to lose it or need one later, just let me know. Thank you. Supervisor Clausius. I mistakenly oh. pressed my button. I was like, I thought you already went. Uh, any other announcements? If not, let's move on to approval of bills and accounts. The claims recommended for approval. Is there a motion on the claims for approval? Moved by Matano, seconded by Schlicht. Discussion on the claims. Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Uh, move on to the proceedings of October 6th, 20th, and 24th. 
Is there a motion moved by Gao, seconded by Matano? Discussion on the proceedings of the 6th, 20th, and 24th. Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Opposed? Motion carries. The consent calendar is resolution 134, uh, authorizing a cost sharing agreement with the City of Madison for preliminary engineering design of County Trunk Highway M and S. Authori 135, authorizing a cost sharing agreement with the cities of Verona and Madison for the preliminary design of County Trunk Highway M and authorizing, and 151, authorizing the sale of 80 acres of vacant land in the town of Westport to Madison College. Any requests for separation on items E1, 2, or 3? Seeing none, the uh, committee recommendation is what's before us. All those in favor say aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Uh, we have a heavy uh, zoning petition load tonight. Petition 10-351, Town of Dane. Our motion before us is to grant discussion on petition 10-351. I think this is the first time I've ever not asked if anyone wanted separation on an item. So maybe I'm wrong. I'll, I'll have to rephrase it next time. Okay. Uh, on the one petition we have, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Uh, next is ordinances. Ordinance Amendment 21, amending Chapter 15 regarding the Living Wage Review Council. The motion before us is no recommendation. Uh, so there would need to be a motion on the floor for us to act. Supervisor Stobig. Thank you, Mr. Chair. I'd like to move uh, adoption. Is there a second? Seconded by Hendrick. And if I could make just a real brief comment uh, in regards to it. Uh, now, back during our county budget deliberations on finance, I was kind of maybe behaving a little cantankerous that last night and uh, wasn't supporting the uh, living wage supplement that we added, uh, largely because I guess I wanted to spend it somewhere else, but we resolved those issues. Uh, the, uh, and, and I think the reason why I was initially supporting the phrase was because that was the original position of the, the DD coalition. Uh, but their real position was, you know, fund the increment for the living wage, but they were still talking in support, strong support of the need to reinstate the living wage council. Uh, one of the issues that I fear might be happening, I don't know to what extent, and I think the council can look at that and address that, is the, uh, the impacts that the last 12 years have had on uh, the, the wages not of starting workers in those healthcare fields that serve the physically developmentally disabled and the elderly, uh, but the, uh, the, the, the impact that it's having on, on employees that have worked with those organizations and through those brokers uh, for, you know, uh, more years. The, the experienced workers that provide what I would like to think is the higher quality of care to those consumers. And my fear is because of wage compression issues that have occurred over the last decade, some of those organizations are having a harder, more difficult time keeping those more experienced workers. <coughs> and the end result of that will be uh, the, the, the lessening of that quality of care to the consumer. So that is one of the key issues that I hope the Living Wage Council would look at. 
see if it's actually been, you know, addressing the overall reasons and goals of the living wage ordinance. And that really did relate to the quality of care to seniors and those with physical and developmental disabilities. So I would urge your support. Thank you, Mr. Shear. Thank you, Supervisor Levin. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Uh, I just rise at this point and uh, I want to make a motion to re-refer to committee and if I get a second I'll explain why. Second by Sergeant. Um, I guess I don't want to really do committee work on the floor and like Supervisor uh, Stobig, I think probably um, reorganizing this council to take a look on an issue that we've had to deal with the last couple of budgets isn't such a bad um, thing to do. But I do sort of question why potentially item F, which seems to relate uh, more under uh, sub three to the living wage is crossed out in item four or sub four dealing with health insurance. And I did get a quick question into our uh, department head before um, the meeting to talk about what was health insurance on there and it seems like that may be potentially an outdated um, issue. So I guess that's my reasoning just to want to re-refer re so it maybe gets a little bit more um, thought at least on at least those two specific items. Thank you. Thank you. The motion before us now is re-referral to the Personal and Finance Committee, Supervisor Farrell. Yeah, that's the oversight committee. Personal and finance. Uh, further discussion on the motion to re-refer our only real one item tonight. Okay. Uh, all those in favor say aye. Oh, Supervisor Hendrick, I didn't pop up on the. There. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, if I hadn't pressed my button, I think we would have tied the record for uh, 18 minutes, shortest meeting in history. Uh, Food's not ready anyway, so. I, I was not going to speak on this, but I did have the answer to the question. Uh, review the cost of living in Dane County compared to national figures is one of the last duties that the Living Wage Review Council did. And I happened to be involved in that study. And... Uh, I wouldn't say it, it was a, a voluminous academic study with uh, a lot of footnotes, but uh, there was some research done, and I believe the result was that the cost of living in Dane County was uh, somewhat higher than the federal cost of living, and therefore by using the federal poverty level, people are actually living in poverty in Dane County if they get the Dane County living wage. So our recommendation was that the living wage, rather than 100% of the federal poverty level for a family of four, it should be set at 112%. Um, and I think other cities have done that in recognition of the cost of living. And I, I just did hear recently, uh, obviously that was a few years ago, but I did, did just hear recently that the cost of living in Madison and Dane County continues to be significantly above average. So I think 112% is probably about right. Um, so I believe that's why that section is crossed out. And uh, when we recreate the Living Wage Review Council, I hope they start from that position. Uh, families really need 112% of the federal poverty level and health insurance uh, to, to really be considered a living wage job. 
Thank you. Further discussion on the motion to re refer to the Personnel and Finance Committee? Seeing none, all those favor say aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Item K, items requiring a two thirds majority for passage. Resolution 150, authorizing an agreement to accept Homeland Security and Wisconsin Office of Justice Assistance grant funds. The motion before us is adoption discussion on Resolution 150. The nose discussion, I'd like to have it be recorded as having passed unanimously. Is there any objection? Hearing none, it is so ordered. Other business, just a quick reminder that on um, announcements, it's limited to two minutes and inspiration to three minutes. I haven't been keeping any track, but Supervisor Clausius, next time, three minutes. Is there a motion to adjourn? Moved by Erickson, seconded by Veldrin. Discussion, hearing none, all those favor say aye. Opposed, motion carries, we are adjourned. See you over at the Essen House.